Welcome to Your Best Bets, second edition of our uh, city championship preview. Uh, We are about, I think, 11, 12 days away. I'm not really good at counting, but we're somewhere along the lines of of really getting into the city championship. Uh, We just finished the qualifier this last weekend. Uh, Yours truly was in there for one of the longest days that I can remember enduring in my life. Um, Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit tonight. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to kind of, we, we did the course preview show last week and now tonight we have on, um, Fort Wayne Golf Association president, uh, good golfer in his own right. Uh, great, just a great guy in his own right as well. Um, the, the masterminds potentially of the whole city championship, Brian Straley is here. Brian, welcome to the show for the first time. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for having me on. So I've, uh, uh, I've, I've listened to a couple of your podcasts and I've heard great things, uh, before then about it. So I'm um, looking forward to, uh, just getting on here and rapping with you a little bit about golf and what we have going on. So, uh, yeah, yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah. On Saturday, our, our friend Dave Belleville said that we were hitting a new low with having you on any response to that. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom of the barrel, as I call it. <laughs> So this time of year, is this either your favorite time of year or least favorite time of year because of everything you have to do with the city championship? For instance, Saturday was an incredibly long day for the players, but also for you. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's kind of a trick question or an oxymoron, <laughs> I guess. Uh, favorite time of year because obviously we have so much going on in the golf world. You know, you you played in the Pine Valley Invitational and uh you know the women's city was last week uh, uh a little known fact a lot of people don't know is i helped them uh work through our blue golf system this year so i got them uh kind of inducted into how to use it how to run it how to so i did a lot of training uh mm-hmm. Lori stinson and i worked kind of hand in hand on that and uh i was very impressed with how they 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 worked the whole system and and, and kind of took that on their own i i was playing in the in the pine valley thing and they uh, they did a great job with that. So you've got a lot of lot of lot of tournaments coming up this time of year. Um, obviously, yeah. Uh, with last weekend, it was a fourteen and a half hour day for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it felt like that for you guys too. Um, you know, you, you get there early and and everything's you know great for twenty five minutes, and then Mother Nature came in and just just dumped a you know another massive kind of storm on us. I know that it was yeah. worse north, but uh, we've had a lot of those lately. But you guys, you know, I, I was sitting there. Everybody was in my ear about, well, what are we going to do? You know, and then at that point, you just got to make a decision on, OK, how are we going to get everybody in? How are we going to get the, how are we going to get the tournament in? Are we going to get everybody done before dark? We're going to have a playoff. We always have a playoff. And uh, so but yeah. this time of year, I mean, you know, I wouldn't do this if I didn't love it. Um, I love the helping run these events um this is my fifth year so uh it's i'm kind of used to it now but uh it's you can ask my wife that question of how how, how it is because <laughs> it was her birthday saturday oh no and, and i was there for 14 and a half hours oh no uh, with five guys in my ear going you should do this you should do that you should do this and i'm going just get just bug out 
So, um, <laughs> oh, but, man. Uh, Mike Harris was great. You know, Mike's, he's always, he's always a great guy to yeah. run a golf tournament with. And, uh, so he and I, he, he kind of came up with the idea to say, Hey, let's just, uh, let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's reevaluate this, keep the guys on the course, let's put it off the front and the back. Let's, you know, let's, let's, let's redo the tee times. And uh, luckily, we do have the blue golf system because if I use Golf Genius, which a lot of people use, you know, a lot of courses use that. If I didn't have go, uh, blue golf to do that behind me, uh, that would have been very difficult. So uh, yeah. um, uh, kudos to them and and what they do for us. A lot of people don't know the behind the scenes of running a tournament and, and the pairings and how it all, you know, how to manipulate the the, the tee times. And logistically, I, I'm sure it did offer challenges because, you know, Early in the morning, there you're like, "How long is this storm and rain going to go? And is the course going to be playable after that?" And moving it to the next day, it offers challenges. Or the following weekends, then you're just running into, I'm sure, difficulties with schedules, course availability, all that. So, yeah, great to get it in Saturday. We're it, all. I mean, you were one of the early tea times, so we're sitting there yeah. in there, and you could see the puddles. Just, you know, thankfully. Oh yeah. Thank. Thanks to Brookwood staff for getting out there and getting those greens squeegeed and making the course playable. And, you know, yeah, yeah that was, uh, uh, we had that a couple of years ago at Coyote, you know, uh, uh, Billy did a great job with that too. So you just always hope for the best, prepare for the worst. <laughs> that's, that's why I ask if this time of year is, is your favorite or least favorite, because I'm sure you didn't anticipate at least, uh, you know, the, the day before being there that long, but, uh, uh, I, I'm sure, you know, the, everyone that plays in these, um, I, you know, the, and I'm glad you offered some of that insight, what goes on behind the scenes, because, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's appreciated by the players, you guys putting these tournaments on and, and um, having them so well run. I want to, I want to get to the collaboration that you're talking about a little bit with, you know, for instance, Mike Harris with Brookwood, but later on um, with the golf courses, um, as we talk about the city. Um, so you've been, you said you've been doing this five years now, right? Yeah. I've been on the board for nine years and, mm-hmm. uh, so this is my fifth year as president. So I learned from, uh, Ron Schmucker and Mike Davis. So Ron was the president when I took over Mike and Ron ran it for, I believe four to five years together. Ron ran it for the other five years as Mike, uh, was the treasurer after that. But, uh, that's kind of when I came on board. And uh, just learned a lot from those guys. You know, uh, we didn't have blue golf back then. Everything mm-hmm. was pen and paper. Everything was, you know, just scrambling to figure things out. And uh, um, Ron did a good job, like, implementing that into our system. I know there's other ones out there, but for the way IGA uses it, all the – I would say all the independent state and the bigger – city golf tournaments that there aren't a lot out there. And I'd say we're probably one of the best, especially for as long as we've been around, they all use blue golf and they use it for a reason because it's, it, it, it can turn on a dime and do a lot of things that yeah. other programs can't. Yeah. I, I want to go back real quick. And I was going to ask this when you talk about the qualifier, I'm, I'm old enough when um, I started playing in these when I was 18. So that was 2001, my first city qualifier, but yeah, that's how old I am. 2001. I remember there used to be split qualifying sites. Um, and that, I bet the first few years I played in the city or, or had to play in the qualifier, that was that was the case. Has there been any thought? And I, I bet it's I can't remember at least 10 years where it's just been one qualifying site. But is that dependent just on the field size 
and trying to project what that's going to be like, or are we just kind of way far away from going to separate qualifying sites? Uh, so that came into effect when we started getting the country clubs back involved. So uh, when Sycamore first kind of signed on, which would have been, oh, gosh, eight years ago, uh, we decided, okay, we're not going to be able to have enough qualifiers because everybody, everybody's going to want to fly. I think we had 200 people sign up and it was limited to 156. So we decided at that point, I think we ended up getting like 221 qualifiers for that event and, and they cut the field size down. So we said, all right, we got to go. I think it was uh, Cedar and Brookwood. Yeah. So that's when it started. Okay. And then after that, I think it was Pine Valley. So Pine Valley was another big draw. So we got like 220 players. Um, so it just depends on the numbers. Um, if we get anywhere over 156 or we think we're going to get over 156, which, you know, yeah. with the next four sites that we're eyeballing, we could definitely get over that uh, because it just depends on the, on the, on the, I'm not saying the city tournament site doesn't, but I mean, if you're going to, you know, how many guys are going to sign up to play Sycamore Hills sure. or to play for one country club or, or Pine Valley. It's just when those, when those courses are involved, that's when the city qualifier has to be uh, kind of a dual site. Um, yeah. So that was a, that was an idea Ron and Mike had, which was great. I remember the mm -hmm. board meeting and uh, that's why we did that. So obviously you can't, you can't break any news about future sites uh, with us, but how, how, how long does it take to kind of figure out where that's going to be? Is that, is that a prior year thing or do you already know where that's going to be in 23 and you're, you're looking at sites for 24, 25? So I'll, I'll give I'll give those props to uh, Steve Vernasco. So ever since I've been on, ever since I've been involved, he's always had like a three year plan with uh, with sites. Okay. So he's like kind of got it mapped out. Um, there's obviously a rotation that we try to adhere by, but if we get a big name club that you know is going to say yes, uh, especially uh, coming up because it's going to be our hundred year anniversary in 2025. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, our goal for the next four years, three to four years, is uh, is going to be putting in some, you know, some some uh, work to get the the bigger clubs involved again, mm -hmm. and to have a, a, a nice country club rotation. And it seems like we're on that right path. I'll just put it that way. So okay. I think uh, from now until twenty six, we're going to have a, a very very intriguing uh, city tournament field and or event and field i think everybody's going to want to you know I, I think you want to play in this one to play in the next one because you play in the next one i think that's how i look at it and i think that's how everybody should look at it right sure yeah if i don't play the next one i got to figure out how to qualify and then i got to go for the through the qualifier so that's why we give away those spots in the tournaments to people to say listen the more participation we get the easier it is because it's it's usually we, we used to give away seven spots not already exempt this year we did five and we did five because we added an extra event. So we always try to, uh, and then we give away top five juniors for the parks and rec. We do past champions. We added the seniors. So there's a lot of different ways. And, and you know, we've got some other ideas uh, coming. Um, and I, I won't tell those either, but we've got some other ideas coming for the city tournament that are going to add excitement and uh, uh, opportunity. And it'll be cool. I mean, listen, anything you want to break tonight would be just, it's, it's like a ratings bonanza. Um, 
No, that's cool. I, I love I love dangling the carrot out there for players that aren't exempt from the previous city uh, in the spring to you know to to avoid playing in the qualifier because you know maybe this year you know the the field was a little bit smaller for the qualifier than maybe traditional, so you, you didn't feel as stressed. But if you have to play in the qualifier, it's never it's never like a fun feeling because you might have one of those days where you just don't have it, and for whatever reason you. You you're just off and you miss the field. So um, dangling those those other tournaments, you know, to you know offer exemptions, I think is has I think it's been a pretty awesome idea by you guys. Yeah, the last few years. Yeah, and our whole thing is participation, participation. You know, I, we're not out here to hurt anybody's feelings. We're not out here to make somebody that needs to or wants to play in the city and that's their dream to you know to knock them off. So we want to make it as you know as as obtainable as possible. Uh, so that's why we add those, you know, we, we, we obviously back before I got in, man, it was old school. It was, Oh no, if you're not in the city and you didn't, you know, you weren't raised here and you go to high school here. I'm like, come on guys. I mean, we're all, you know, we all know who the local guys are. If you support our, you know, organization, then you're allowed to play. So that's why we put in that three tournament rule. You can play in two events and one, one of the silly ones, the two mans or the five mans and, two stroke plays and I'm not, you know, I'm not here to uh, deter anybody from, from, you know, I mean, Rory's from Kendallville and everybody knows that. And he's won what six times in a row. I mean, you know, that's what a lot, yeah. Where, you know, Scott, you know, Scott Pierre was a pro came back and kicked all sure. our butts. I mean, that's, <laughs> you, know, you know, if you don't like it, play against the best. yeah. If you don't like it, get better and uh, beat those guys. Right. I mean, right. seriously. <laughs> um, it, so when you're when you're talking about the schedule, um, say for 2023, um, you know we, we get through the city, play the two man in late August. When do you start talking about the schedule for the following season? Is is that something you guys address in the winter? And additionally, so two part question. Second part: have, have, have you guys looked at any other different types of formats? Um, you know, a couple buddies of mine talked about a match play tournament being maybe something really cool and fun that the association could somehow put on. Um, any, any thought of any other different formats besides the five man and the two man? Sure. Yeah, no, we, uh, so here's how it works. So Steve and I call each other probably sometime in October and we just start talking on the phone. <laughs> so we start, you know, spitting off the former events, the the venues, the, okay, what are we thinking about? Like, honestly, I think we have a site, different site for next year's city qualifier. Um, you know, so we start talking about, okay, what, what, what tournaments are we going to implement? What are we going to keep some? How is the participation? Are we going to drop them? What time of year, you know, what other tournaments are going on? Cause what I can see right now is that there's a lot of club events happening around you know some of our events that are you know deterring because i know at one when i did the chestnut one there was a there's an event at riverbend there's an event at autumn there's an event at coyote and there's an event at pine valley so there's 60 guys we probably lost so we, we look at that stuff and try to like okay that's why i moved the two man to august because i'm like you know nothing's going on at the end of august uh you know nothing you know major so this is a perfect time to you know throw something out, um, uh, you know, a two-man event. Let's just move that. That's a, always a great field. Uh, we've ha we have talked about the match play. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, maybe uh, somehow incorporate it with, okay, we grab 
the top 64 guys. And if they can't play, then we start going down the list to see who would play or do we send it? You know, so that's the, that's the whole thing. Like how many, who do we invite? You know, we can't have 320 guys. We can't have a hundred, you know, I know everybody'd love to do it, but how do we do it? Sure. Do we do a junior one? Do we do a, you know, a regular one? Do we age group it? So we, we, we have discussed that. Um, we've also discussed uh, some other uh, type of events that, um, um, you know, we used to do the, uh, I don't want to say it's the inner club, but we used to do the pro uh, amateur oh. challenge where we mm -hmm. play the pros. We talked about bringing that back um, uh, virtual. So I've talked about uh, maybe doing two or three virtual events over the winter. And, uh, you know, as long as the systems align and, you know, they can go in, you know, have it a month and a half long, two months long, you know, you got September to, you know, April where nobody's playing golf except for indoor. We all do that now. So maybe, maybe do a three or four events during that uh, where you can like get a two man team, like span it out. But I love the match play thing. I just, uh, yeah. So if anybody's listening out there <laughs> or you, Phil, or whoever want to want to want to put some ideas um, out there about how it would run and where, you know, because I think it would be easy because mm -hmm. all we'd have to do is just, you know, obviously the finish would be cool. Uh, you know, we could do even like a final four and have it a big event and then just, you know, up, up until then, because all the clubs do that. But yeah. 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 It's, I think it, you're right. It's at that point, just working out logistics, what's the field size mainly. Um, I just know a lot of guys, it seems like really like playing match play that, that one-on-one -on -one feel, um, especially at a course. What if we did a two-man match play? Or, so or that. Two -on -two. So now you're mm -hmm. adding more guys to the field, right? So that's true. One-on-one, -on -one, you got, okay, but you know, Roy's probably going to get Heath and who's going to, you know, we got to try to beat them. I'm just saying, I mean, that's just, <laughs> he always seems to like get to the right people, but right. somebody could beat them. But I'm saying it would be cool if we had a two man, because then now, now we get more guys. And mm -hmm. uh, so now instead of 60 guys, you got 120 guys or however, whatever, 64, you get 108 uh, or 128, however that would work out. But that'd be cool. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're always, we're always like kind of, Honestly, we want to start a junior. We wanted, we're talking about doing a junior city championship. Uh, Rick, uh, they, Rick always ran the parks and rec. Dave Scudder runs that. Now we let those, the five top five into that. We, we talked about incorporating a junior club championship within our club champ or uh, city champion within it. Uh, I, you know, the seniors have their thing. Uh, who knows if that'll ever, you know, come our way or not. But like I said, I, I haven't, we have another idea. Uh, that I think will uh, entice uh, some media and attention and some other stuff that uh, we just discussed this Saturday. And uh, I think it would be a, a great, like kind of add mm -hmm. to our city tournament. So. Awesome. I want to, I want to ask you about, um, so you, you talked about earlier um, the use of, um, you know, blue golf um, apps, you know, you mentioned golf genius when we played in the Pine Valley event, we had um, Pine, you know, you know where I'm going, Pine Valley Invitational, which is, a, it's, a, it's, it's so much fun. It's, it's a great tournament. You know, I've seen you out there for a few years. Um, but yeah, li live scoring thing. Um, I think when I've, when I asked, when I told people that you were coming on and what, what, what were some things we could talk about? Live scoring came up quite a few times. What has, has there been any, I'm sure there has, um, so it's probably a broken record. 
the live scoring for like say the city championship has you have you looked into that have you kind of played through that through and and kind of tell us what that looks like and maybe why it hasn't happened yet i almost i almost did it for uh the qualifier so mm-hmm. so which i'm glad i didn't with the ring <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. the iga uses it so it's very similar to golf genius here so here's how it works you get uh you get a checking code for the group one person you got to have the app so one person gets the check-in code for the group it's emailed okay or it's at the starters tent right so the starter says hey here's your group's check-in code we need one player to do it two can't do it three you know it's got to be one guy so somebody volunteers to do it so when i tried it before in the city it had to be emailed to you you had to be logged in i do you remember that it was like a five man yeah so they, they, they've obviously uh, done better with it. I talked to Mike David. I asked him his opinion on it, on, on whether I should do it for the city or not. He said, yes, but you got to have a starter. So you got to have somebody there starting each group off the front and the back to say, here's your group's checking code. I need one player to log on to the app. You go to the tournament, you check in, you hit the, so you're the guy. So you're scoring for that whole group. Um, it's very doable. Very easy, just like Golf Genius. Um, it's just, it's, uh, can I get everybody to do it? <laughs> Will they do it right? I mean, so you're still going to, yeah, yeah. so you still have your cards. Everybody, you know, switches cards, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's a threesome, so you got to, you know, you, you only need one person out of the threesome. You know, you always get that one guy, oh, I don't have an app or a, you know, flip phone. And you're like, what? So yeah, two guys are like, I got to do it. You know, and they've got a kid that doesn't have a phone. So um, <laughs> it's doable. It's <laughs> yeah. You know, you got some guy that's 80 and a guy that's 14 and his mom's got a phone and he doesn't have a phone and you got the 80 year old guy. Like, right, he's got, a, I got sure. no Motorola. So, you know, you're now you're keeping score. So, right. um, but I do want to try it in the city yeah. and uh, see how it goes. Cause it's not going to hurt anything. I mean, the scores at the no. end of the day are going to be what the card says. Um, but you just want to make sure that the app matches the card and it's a little bit more for our scorekeepers and um, everything, but yep. Thought about it. Yeah. I mean, usually the second and third round of the city, you have the, 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 uh, you know, volunteers with the, yeah. I mean, I, I thought even, even them, at least for the final few groups, something like that, you know, it's, of course it's an added, an added job for them to do, but uh, you know, if, 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 someone like myself if i ever got in the mix on on late on the third round i'd i'd kind of want to know you know and, and maybe these guys are perceptive enough to usually know what's where they're at in, in the tournament but um i'm i'm happy to know it's a, it's a li- oh go ahead everybody's got a cell phone right everybody should be able to do it if you go to any club they're going to make you do it you're going to do it right it's you know it's unless you're like i said i was a tuesday night league and this guy's like no no mad the app and i'm like well, that's on you guys but you know, somebody's going to do it. It's, 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 it's time that we implement it. And it's, you know, it's nice to even know, I don't care. I mean, you want to see how, you know, Brady did, <laughs> you're going to be checking his scores. You know, he's your buddy. You're going to, you know, you want to see how your buddy did. You want to see how you did uh, guys in the afternoon that you maybe, yeah. you know, you're checking. So every group should have it. I, 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 we do, we can do it this year in the city and, and it'll be a good time because Lauren, you know, Lauren is leaving us and she'll be back for that. That'll be her last 
um, event um, to score for us. She's been there for 15 years scoring mm-hmm. the city. And uh, she started when she was like 13 doing that. Wow. So she, uh, I know she's, uh, so she moved to Scottsdale, but she'll be back for that. So she'd be, uh, it'll be easy with her. Um, we've got Jen, um, um, who is, uh, uh, taking over Belleville, uh, David's wife. So she, she did a great job at the qualifier and never mm-hmm. missed a beat. And I was very proud of her for never, you know, never doing it before. And so, but I'm going to miss Lauren, but, uh, yeah. So I think it'd be a good time. So it's, it's at least something that you've thought of a lot and tabled and, you know, we might, if not this year, we see it somewhere down the road. It sounds like there's, it's, it's going to happen. I'm not sure. I'm going to try it for the city. I've already off and I've already put the, you know, I've already put the ball, the ball in motion. So we're just going to, we're just going to, you know, as long as we have starters, uh, which it sounds like we have. The only problem is they're volunteer starters, and that's uh, so. So uh, yeah, I haven't yeah. Okay. put the ball in motion, but I haven't. Uh, you know, that's I awesome. Dri- I haven't started dribbling yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome though. I, I, that's that's exciting to hear. Um, I, so how, how many how many spots are we paying out this year? Uh, we pay, and is that still by gifts like? store or shop credit or are we doing cash now we are doing shop credit and i'll i'll uh tell you a story about that so we're so we're doing top 60 so ever since i took over and schmucker you know who like i said he's the one that started me through this his biggest thing was take care take care of the club right take care of the club because they're doing it they're doing a lot of work on the bat in the in the in the background that a lot of people do know, don't know. I mean, yeah, I get it. You can do 750 or a thousand, whatever it is, cash, you know, you know, gift card or whatever. But at the end of the day, they're the ones hosting. They're the ones that are turning their members away to let us play. You know, they're out there working their, I mean, asses off. I'm it's a podcast. I can say that. The no ones, one's going to censor you. Yeah. They're the ones working their asses off to, to, to make sure that the course is in great condition, that, that, you know, they're out there for, just like I was 14 hours and, and, and they don't get paid anymore to run the event. Right. It's the, you know, the club makes the money. They're still working. The greenskeepers are working. Everybody's working. So I figure that the money should go back to the course. Um, so yeah, I get the cash thing, but um, I'm always going to be a proponent of, of, of the course needs to get paid and, and they're opening it up to us. And I mean, who am I going to tell fucking, Tim Frazier and Marty Refkin are sick more that hey, sorry guys, we're gonna give everybody cash. Thanks for letting us play. Yeah, sure. no, not yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. So makes uh, makes total sense. Yeah. 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 I'm a big proponent of making sure that you take care of the course. Makes total sense. The you know, we, we talked about it earlier and, and now I want to get back to it. Um setting up the course for the city, is that more on the FWGA side or is that more on the course side. So do we have Brian Straley over here thinking of nightmare pins um, for round three of the city at autumn, or is that, is that more on the courses uh, or the pro or or whoever it may be? Does Tommy Bottern listen to this? Because (laughs) I try to tell Tommy every year during the five minute, like, dude, make it fun, make it easy. No, it's not. Those are the, those are the hardest pins I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, I love Tommy. He, uh, he, it's fun. That, that day's fun. You got five guys, whatever. But um, during the city, we, uh, 
we do collaborate on teas. Um, I don't really, so aside from now, I don't really mess with pins. Um, you know, Billy always calls me, Mike always, you know, my, my, where's Brooke? We're going to hide pins. They don't really, they do, they kind of do their own thing. I let them, I let them handle it. But this year, Steve, um, you know, was very cautious about uh, uh, Bernasco because he's a member there. He's very cautious about where the pins are going to be or not pins, tees are going to be. So we're going to make it fun. We're going to have uh, definitely going to have three drivable par fours uh, each or a one par four each day. Um, and uh, uh, we've got we've got specific tees for each day. We've got pin placements that he's working with Ned and Jeff on. Uh, to make sure that uh, Steve's 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 kind of uh, he likes to take control of that kind of stuff, and this is his home course, so uh, mm. I appreciate him for doing that. So I would think uh, Friday and Saturday, especially Friday, I think is going to be gettable. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, up tees, like you know, 13 will probably be up, and you know, uh, 14 will be playable, and uh, a lot of those holes. Um, you know, we're never we're not going to play uh, number nine back. I think we're going to play that up to the right, you know, maybe back on the right, but it's, I mean, there's mm -hmm. some guys probably can't even hit over that pond, you know, if the wind's into our face or so, um, 10 will probably be back most of the days. I'm sure you guys have already went through all this. No, that's on talk. I'm talking about it, but, uh, yeah. uh we'll mix and match the tees on 12, 11 is going to be, you know, 11 is 11. It's going to be 180 to 195 every day. So, um, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, so a lot of the uh, we'll have a gold on the 18 the last day, right? We're gonna play that back. Uh, we'll probably have 17 and 18 back on the last day, so you can hit driver on 17 from there. Usually you right. hit hybrid or three wood. Maybe some people hit an iron, uh, but uh, on the other days. But yeah, just uh, obviously you wanted to make it you want to make it tough coming down the stretch. Yeah, I like I like the idea. I mean, I think everyone does of of you go out there and play well on Friday. You know, you have a chance to you know post something pretty low. You know, with with the course being more playable, and then you know you kind of ease into the weekend. And by Sunday, yeah. right? <laughs> you, exactly. Yeah. Um. So so how how are you thinking um, the course is going to play overall? I mean, is this is this um, this is kind of just a what do you think is going to happen question is, is autumn, you know, kind of, there's some, you know, we talked about it last week that there's some holes that are, you know, we feel like you can really, you can really score them, you know, four, um, you know, 12, obviously kind of the, the ones that you would think of first, but are you thinking this course is going to show some teeth, especially, you know, the final day with, with how it sounds like it might be set up? Yeah. I'm um, trying to go back through the archives here a little bit. I'm trying to think what, because <clears throat> it was a really good tournament back in, I don't know when it was, 14 or 15. 20, 2013 when Kelly, I think he was, he was one or two over. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he had a playoff with Joe Hayden. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that course can get up. <sighs> course can jump up and bite you i know i i've seen some good scores out there i'm gonna you know one over was the winner that year by the way yeah. one over now they had it set up pretty tough if i remember back then i i, I think i finished in the top 10 i did uh okay. so, yeah let's go so <laughs> i think uh i'm gonna go with like six under probably for i think somebody will shoot five or six under in the first round 
think they'll probably shoot, you know, a couple under maybe in the set. I think the the last round is going to be like a one over even type, you know, somebody, you know, holding on coming in. You know, those are those are tough holes. Yeah. You know, coming in 15, 16, 17, 18, or no, I mean the whole course is you just got to keep it out of trouble. And, and it, every time we've had the city there, it's if it's firm and fast, it's harder. If it's wet, you know, you can fly at flags, it's a little easier. But so I would say eight under is my score if it's wet and if it's firm and fast, maybe three, four under. Okay. Yeah. I think it would be like Brookwood or Coyote where everybody was nine, 10 under. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Zach, Johnny, and I kind of all thought it would be maybe a couple under par. Um, yeah. So you're, how's your game? Are, are you in the position where you're going to be? In contention for top ten, top twenty. How's how's it looking for you? Okay. How are you feeling? Okay. Well, I was feeling great this year, and then I got tendonitis in my elbow, so uh, I'm working through that right now. We'll see. I was I was playing really well for the last two months, so I don't know. I don't know. I like that <laughs> place. I, I always play very. I always play pretty good out there. Uh, top ten last time, so I'm I'm going to say top twenty. If okay. I overachieve, then hopefully you'll see me on <laughs> Sunday late. Maybe with the board. I want I all I want is the board. I always have this oh I'm sorry, go ahead. Funny, funny no, funny story one year. I had the first time I ever had the board. I was in the uh, second to last group with BJ Hayden and Matt Fox. And uh, I was at Orchard Ridge and I got the Shanks. And I literally shot like a 97. And the poor oh. kid didn't know what to put on the board. I like, just take my name off the board. Right. my name off the board i don't have any markers or any more numbers i'm like don't worry about it dude. yeah, just, yeah. we're done right can i just disappear i'm not brian straley anymore <laughs> it's a true story everybody remember but i did but you, i did make the, i made the exemption by i think i shot like 87 and i made the exemption by one shot you know it, it's funny though you you said top 20 but you know you probably think if, if, if things go right, if I get a hot putter, yeah, I could be there. I always talk about this with, with Brady. I'm like, if you don't believe that you can enter in, in like your top end, top, very top end can, can maybe get it done. And, and what are we doing here? So that's, that's all that whole self-belief topic, you know? No doubt. I'm interested to see what these young kids do. I mean, mm -hmm. I told you, I texted you that earlier. I mean, that kid was 13 years old. Apparently he's Gosh. like a nationally ranked player, but I mean, he was, Somebody said he was three or four under during the round during the qualifier, and it wasn't yeah. he played. It was windy, I mean, yeah. it was wet and windy. And I mean, yeah. he's thirteen years old, shot seventy one. A thirteen or fourteen year old shoot seventy one in the qualifier. So yeah, they're all impressive. Getting better. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, that that'll be that's 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 and that's an awesome part about this tournament. Offers the opportunity for these kids to go against these guys that have been out here forever. Um, so it's, yeah, it should be so much fun to watch. Um, anything else, Mr. Straley, on, on the city championship or the FWGA before I, I let you get on with your I night? Would just, I, uh, so a couple things. Kenny, uh, just just kind of some side notes. Kenny Robenwald's playing. He's 89. Uh, he wants to play until he's 90. So he's going to be the first group off. Um, I'm pretty excited about that. I just, I mean, that's, I think that's pretty that's awesome. cool. He plays yeah. with a friend of his that, goes out and spots. I mean, if I'm playing anything at 89, I'm going to be happy. And he's played in the city tournament for the last five years. So, uh, like I said, those kids are, you know, pretty cool. Rory's going for his seventh win in a row in his second city. I mean, I don't think we've ever had anybody that swept the, the, uh, 
the year. And yeah. He's got to do the Rory Slam. I guess you want to call yeah. it that. I, I mean, what? I don't even know what to give him. Yeah, it's insane. Miller, Miller Light. I know to give him that, but I don't know. What to <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I know he'll take that, but yeah. no, I don't know. Um, uh, I would just say, yeah, and every, you know, it's if anybody doesn't know, come out watch. Come out Sunday, man. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be all the best. I'm telling you, look at that. Look at the uh, all the players that are in it. It's going to be the best of the best. And Autumn Ridge always brings out the best players. I will. That's the other thing. Uh, the city always brings out the best players. It's almost like the majors, and you've played in enough of them. You've seen them. It's always the best guys, and whether the, the best guys are playing well, or the guys that you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense, or that makes sense, or you know, it's it's those guys are all going to be there in the end. Yeah, you're right. The cream always seems to rise in this tournament, and uh, I, I'm sure it will again. Um, you know, Brian, I'm glad you came on to kind of just kind of talk about the the, the golf association and the city championship. And um, I'm glad you mentioned some of some of the behind the scenes people. You mentioned Lauren and and Jennifer Belleville. Like those are the people that really make this thing actually happen. So recognizing the people, the volunteers, and, and all you guys that do the work behind the scenes. So um, yeah, just excited to, to talk about that and recognize those people. Absolutely. And I appreciate Lauren to the end. I mean, you, you can't, can't imagine Schmucker and I talk about it all the time and, and we always go back and like it, it, we couldn't do it without her. And, you know, I'm glad Jen step, stepping in to, to help with that because I, I can't run a golf tournament, score a golf tournament, do everything. And she does so much behind the scenes. And so does the whole board, Bernasco, BJ Hayden, Carl Barons, Paul Newberg, Justin Shippey. Those guys uh, are, are awesome to work with. And so it takes a lot of work and, uh, and then all the, freaking pros and the people that are running the events and you know these the things just don't like pop up and like hey come play in this it's there's a lot of work so i appreciate all the guys that play in our events and that support what we do and our sponsors that's even more important because those sponsors not only help participation it helps with the prize fund and you know they're supporting uh all of us that uh you know play this fun game for you know competition and and uh, they take care of us. So if you ever see any of those guys, you know, Black Canyon, Five Star, uh, Ruoff Mortgage, Three Rivers, all these people, just, just you know, always Bobix, Golf, Touche, Golf Garage. There's, I, just, I mean, there's so many that, that give back to us. So Daniel, they sponsor the city every year. It's just, just awesome. All right, Brian Straley. FWGA president and all around great guy. Next Thanks. Time on, I want to listen, next time I want to talk about bets with you. <laughs> Come on anytime. I'm we'll pretty good on DraftKings right now. So nice. Well, we'll have to talk about that. Nice. Uh, we are welcome back anytime, of course. Uh, we'll have this on Spotify and Apple this week. And uh, if Brian's okay, we'll have this on our YouTube channel so you can see both of our handsome faces talk about the city championship. I'm a little fuzzy, I'm a little fuzzy right now, but uh, <laughs> you look great. You always do. Um, so uh, we have, uh, you know, again, a couple of weeks, uh, I say a couple of weeks, you know, less than two weeks before the city. So might get some players on to talk about their games before the city and uh, how they're feeling as we go into the city championship at Autumn Ridge. So again, thanks to Brian Straley for having me on. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Yes. Yep. And everybody listen to Phil. He's awesome.
Appreciate it, Brian. All right, everyone. We'll, uh, you know, thanks for listening to the podcast as always supporting us and uh, we'll catch you next time.